This is the ninth straight pass play for Washington. Penix going far side. End zone, Odunze, revenge! Welcome back to You Better You Bet, brought to you by BetMGM with Nick Costos and Ken Barkley on the BetQL Network. Ah, huge game coming up this weekend in the Pac-12 with Michael Penix in Washington and Oregon State. Our pal Colin Wilson will give us bets for that game and thoughts on and bets for the entire college football slate coming up in a moment. But 20 minutes from now, you'll hear the glass and bookies around the country will be very nervous because P.J. Glasser will be joining the show. That's coming up 20 minutes from now. The locomotive leaves the station in 40 minutes. Brad Evans still to come. The coach Dave Wansett still to come. All our bets for tonight and for NFL Sunday coming up in the final hour of the program. But joining us right now is the aforementioned, the great Colin Wilson from the Action Network and the Big Bets on Campus podcast. Uh, Colin does that podcast, Big Bets on Campus, with our friends Brett McMurphy and Stucky. All of them come on our show and support us. We ask that you, in turn, support them. Check out Big Bets on Campus. You can check out Colin's work at theactionnetwork.com and his bets on the Action Network app. And follow him on Twitter at underscore Colin1. Colin spelled, of course, with two L's. It's actually like I get a couple notes from people, and when they reference you, Colin, it's always like I love when Colin and and then a parentheses with two L's comes on. People like that, (laughs) apparently. Anyway, welcome back to the show. It's Nick and Ken. How's it going? It's going great, guys. It's uh, I just can't believe we're at the end of the regular season starting next week. Like this is from a content provider in college football. This is like hell week, right? Because it's like you got to cram all of your deadlines in by Tuesday. I'll be I think I'm going to be with you guys next week. But it's like Thanksgiving week is so hard because you got to have instant handicaps fast. But I'm ready. I am ready to go. Well, it's not like there are, you know, not like there are any good games next weekend or anything, too, that you have to cover. Not like Michigan and Ohio right. State are playing, and you had half the week to get ready for everything. So, Colin, normally we do, you know, like title, or we talked about Michigan at the start of a couple of interviews, I think, or Heisman. But you you said something before we came on that you have, like, a really strong position and a really strong take on basically, like, the game of the weekend. Like, game day is at James Madison as kind of like a ceremonial thing, like, let's go to James Madison because it's fun. But if they didn't do that... They should be in Corvallis, right? And everybody was kind of complaining about that because Washington and Oregon State are playing the updated market on this game. So I think people will think, hey, Oregon State's really good, but like Washington hasn't lost and they have one of the Heisman favorites. They're probably maybe at least a favorite in the game or a small favorite. The current updated market is Oregon State by one, one and a half. They were as much as two and a half throughout the course of the week. The total in the game has been bet down, open 64 and a half, now 62 and a half. So basically pick the winner and a total in the low 60s. Uh, what's what's the hot take here on Washington, Oregon State? What do you have your money on? Well, they're they're definitely correlated, right? If you think Oregon State's going to win this game, it's going to be an under because they're going to go ground and pound. If you think it's going to go over, then that's a Washington win. Or that's all correlated. But for me, I am financially heavy on Oregon State. I have been since this line opened up early in the week. Uh, they even opened up plus one yesterday. A boatload of Washington money showed up, pushed this thing back to Oregon State plus one, and today we are back to Oregon State minus one. There is a massive tug of war going on in the market on this game right now i'm on the beavers i think college game day did a real disservice not going to corvallis no disrespect to james madison but they dumped so much money into research stadium i mean there was only halfway populated last year so they really missed a huge opportunity here oregon state has been fantastic at home since the 2021 season they're 16 and one against the spread that's best in the nation since the beginning of 2021 but i mean that's not why we make the bets we make the bets because of the x's and o's and the style Oregon State is the second-best rushing team in the nation behind Sean Fenwick, Damian Martinez, and DJ Uyunglele. They only trail LSU from having the best rushing team in the nation. Where does Washington struggle defending the run? I mean, bottom 15 in every single statistical category. 
Then when you go into the red zone and see what they're how they're dominating or their their defense has been so bad, especially bad with their backs up against the wall. Washington is near dead last in giving up red zone rushing TDs. So teams that like to run the ball always get touchdowns. Well, that's Oregon State too. And sure, Michael Penix is going to be able to sling it. And he's going to be able to take advantage of the corners on the outside. But that Oregon State defense really firms up when they get in there. They get pushed up against, you know, back behind the 40 and then into the red zone. They're actually top 25 in, in red zone efficiency. I think that's where the difference in the ball game is. I, I don't think Oregon State runs away with this. But the team that can control the line of scrimmage, the team that can run the ball and control how many possessions are going to be in the game, you would take that blindly every single time over a team that's just flashy trying to throw it out out wide to the you know take advantage of corners. You would take the ground game and the possession game all day. So I'm with Oregon State. They're at home. There's some precip coming in. It could affect you know a little bit of the throwing game for Penix and some of those wide receivers. I don't think they're going to be able to go over the middle. So uh, there's too many advantages here for Oregon State. The ha- little hashtag precip coming up this weekend. Also, like, I'll disrespect James Madison. Like, that, that the show should not be there. Uh, that <laughs> yeah, just probably me- explains um, why the total's going down, too, by the way. We mentioned the total drop. That makes a lot of sense. Colin's telling you there might be bad weather. Yep. Uh, AKA, AKA, a little, little precip. precip. Uh, Colin, yeah. let's do some Georgia, Georgia like Tennessee before I take this a sip weekend. Of my mug. Here's, here's my precip. It's like when I get it right. <laughs> like, ready. here we go. Like, I got the coffee the right sip. here. Yeah. Here's, yeah. here's the precip. <laughs> you got yep. the sip, but prior to the sip, yeah. of course, is. is yeah. Is the precinct. And then you get yep. and then you get the and then you get the wintry mix. Uh Georgia, right. nine and a half point favorite against Tennessee, total fifty eight and a half, Colin. Anything here in the SEC. I think this if you wanted to buy Georgia all week, now is the time, right at this exact moment. It's been hanging out ten and a half all week. We're in nine and a half at some of the sharper books. I even see one that I shop out. It just went to nine. I gotta get off this and go bait, lay some money on Georgia here with you guys. Um oh, yeah. the, the, the money I have on this is the under. There's no way I would fade Georgia right now. They're an absolute bullet train. They're in full Death Star mode. They are just destroying planets left and right. That's what they do. This offense is way more potent than the last two that they've had. Sure, the defense isn't as good, but let's talk about that specifically. I mean, I could go on forever, but specifically, who's going to beat Georgia? It's the team that excels in outside zone running. You think about Peyton Thorne and Jarquez Hunter for Auburn. They got to the outside. They blew it all day. You want to think about Brady Cook, where are his runs? Outside the tackle box. Well, guess what? Tennessee doesn't run outside zone. They've only ran 15 snaps of outside zone. They're a total inside zone. And Georgia only lines six up in the box. So you're running right into the teeth of the strength. The team that beats Georgia is going to run outside zone. That is not Tennessee. This one, to me, has... Tennessee's fired up in the first quarter because they looked so bad last week. We got to save face here. And then they just get blown out in the second half. So I think that nine and nine and a half is definitely uh, agreeable. But I do like the under here because Kirby Smart said repeatedly he wants to establish the rush this week. He wants to be more physical in the trench. I think it's probably the third or fourth quarter before they go full gear and start throwing downfield. Yeah, I I really like Georgia. That makes me really happy to hear you say that. Uh, I am going to ask you about Michigan here only because – they have, they have two games left in their season. Harbaugh's not going to coach in this one. The market move in this game, I don't know if this is predictable or not, Colin. Like, Maryland's had a funny year. They lost a million games in a row, but they were kind of supposed to have a high ceiling. They were supposed to be pretty good. So maybe they can yeah. be feisty in this game. They were feisty against Ohio State for a little bit. I, I don't know. Uh, Michigan opened 20. Now it's like 19 on the road against Maryland. Total's 49. And again, Harbaugh will obviously not coach this game for the Wolverines. Any bets here? Just Michigan's been such a hot topic all week. 
Well, I think you already said the key word, Lockie, which is for a little bit they were involved, right? And that's what Maryland is. It's like we can hit you with some with some bombs. We can be a little tricky. We can get a couple scores up, but in the end, you don't have what it takes around the line of scrimmage to hang with these big boys. And for everybody that's on Maryland, including my podcast partner, Stucky, and even I make this number 17. I think it's a little bit too high, but think about it this way. Maryland was in this exact same spot, in my opinion, with a better offense two years ago. They caught Michigan off Penn State and right before Ohio State. The final score of that game was 59 to 18. Same thing. They were able to hang for a little bit. Then they got blown out. There's no way I would walk in front of Michigan with Harbaugh preaching the Bible in his press conference. Forget it. I'm not getting in front of Michigan until until we get to next week. Maybe. What, what was what was he <laughs> Maybe. what what was he saying with the what was the Bible quote that he gave? I uh, he that. said I uh, last, he said last year was a happy mission. This year is a mission of faith. Uh, it's a mission oh. to speaking truth to power. And it's a mission for us playing for each other as a band of brothers. Now, I can't say that he sampled the Bible there, but he's going with faith, yeah. mission. Like, I mean, it's band We're of brothers. In a lot like, of things. Yeah, yeah he's mix. saying, yeah, he's, yeah, I mean, thou, thou shalt do whatever it takes to win, like something like that. Oh, that's right. <laughs> right. Uh, well, listen, I, I, I would go to one of, the, one of like the greatest like Bible verses of all time said by the late great Eddie Guerrero, which is, if you ain't cheating, you ain't you ain't trying. you you ain't trying. You better yeah. you better hear with Nick and Ken on a Friday getting college football bets with our friend Colin Wilson. I would say that Jim Harbaugh is like a snake oil salesman, but like I'm yeah. pretty sure he believes everything. He actually believes everything. Yeah. everything that I think he's it's saying. It's just oil. Uh, yeah. <laughs> just like just straight up, straight up Earl. Just like qu- uh, like quality Colin. product. Yeah, right. <laughs> Colin, we've hit some of the biggest games this weekend. Uh, the answer to this question could be another big game. It could be a small game somewhere in between. Your favorite bet for college football this weekend that we have not yet discussed is what and why? How about I give people some ugly favorites? And I say that because you don't want favorites. Everybody wants an underdog to win. I think this is a really bad weekend for that. Texas is going to blow Iowa State out at Ames. That defense cannot stop Quinn Ewers. They didn't stop him last year. They won't stop him now. Rocco Beck is not going to be able to hang with that defense. And what Kansas, Kansas State is going to undress Kansas. I mean, they're just going to leave him for dead on the side of I-35. And the whole thing, it's like, I mean, I have a source inside the Kansas program. That's that from said, the Book of Revelations, by the way. Yeah. That, that was Revelations. <laughs> we got to keep these things straight. The skies opened and the Jayhawks were gone. Uh, I, I just, I'm, I'm, I mean, Kansas State is going to be on a mission to end like their existence. Uh, they tried to do it last year. They're going to try to do it this year, and they can because Kansas won't be without their quarterback. What Kansas State does on the ground is going to dominate Kansas. So. There's a couple of favorites for you. I know people don't like to take favorites, uh, especially with, when they're over a touchdown, but those are two that you definitely would. Colin, I want to ask you about the Heisman now. And we, we did Washington, Oregon State earlier. Maybe this kind of correlates to how you feel about how the award's going to go, because if you like Oregon State a lot, I mean, that means you think Michael Penix probably isn't going to win. And to be fair, Bo Nix is now a minus favorite. You came on the show several weeks ago, said the guy to buy is Bo Nix at a big price, yeah. and now he's minus. So like you, like you win – like whether he wins the Heisman or not, like you won, like you identified the price and he became minus and you did a great job. Now the noise this week, like, you, all right, now you're holding Bo Nix. Who do you have to dodge? Sounds like you have to dodge Jaden Daniels, who everybody's like super excited about giving this to, despite the fact that LSU has three losses. So Nix is the favorite. Yeah. He's minus. Then it's basically like Penix, Jaden Daniels, Harrison as like a cluster. And then probably no one else we have to talk about. Any updated Heisman thoughts here as you did a really good job a few weeks ago identifying Bo Nix. I understand the love for Jaden Daniels. I understand the tout services that are pushing really hard to get this ticket home. It's not going to get home. And I, I, I'm sorry, but if you ask people that vote for the, for the Heisman Trophy, 
it's a team. It's now a team award too. And LSU is not going to play in the SEC championship last year. He probably had a shot because they were playing Georgia in the SEC championship, but he's not going to play that game. He's going to be off that entire weekend. And you're going to have a display for all the other people that are in this race to try to win that award. Jaden Daniels is going to be at home. Even Marvin Harrison, in my opinion, I would put a bet on Marvin Harrison finishing higher than Jaden Daniels in the voting just because of what Marvin Harrison can do. And the fact that he's going to potentially play for a spot in the college football playoff if, if they beat Michigan. So Bo Nix, Michael Penix, and Marvin Harrison Jr. have the platform, they have the TV time, and they have the eyeballs to win this award. Jaden Daniels doesn't. And that's I, it's nothing against his ability. He's beautiful on film, but he's not going to win. Uh, Colin, thoughts here on the upcoming SEC championship game where Georgia's going to play Alabama? Like, obviously, still a lot of time before that game's going to be played. I think Georgia, like, yeah. opened three and have been bet up a little bit. Any early thoughts here on the SEC title game with Georgia and Bama? It, it was five on Monday, and I bought five on Alabama. I bought it uh, a pretty good size, a couple units, and, uh, you know, my number is two and a half. These two teams are on a collision, and I can't find an advantage for either team. I think it's truly down the middle. Someone's going to make a play at the end of the game. There, I mean, there are things that Alabama is doing that can destroy what Georgia's doing in the front seven. There are things that Georgia is doing on offense that are going to destroy Alabama. At this point, I can't find a discernible favorite in that game. I power rate it two and a half. Give me Bama and the points, field goal or better. If you can find it, go grab onto it because I don't think it closes three and a half. I would be shocked if it closed three. I think it's more two, two and a half. I mean, you're going to. And then you can come back and hit Georgia, right? You can come back and hit the money line on Georgia when it's that low. So that's the game plan right now. This week, get your Bama tickets in. Two weeks, let's focus on coming back on Georgia. Colin, we had some guests come on the show at the start of the season and 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 messaged me and like on the show gave out New Mexico State to win their conference at like an astronomical price. And now they're yeah. in the title game against Liberty, but they're a really big dog in the game. I think they're like 14 or something. Does my ticket have in 30 seconds, does my ticket have any chance of cashing? Well, listen, our group of five guys, Mike and and Mike Calabrese, were on this train with New Mexico State. Uh, I think Joey Nish is on that train. You're on the train. Everybody's on the train. I'm the only one sitting around with a Liberty, like, plus 275 ticket. They just have too much. They have too good of a run defense. The spread's going to be way too high. And this is what happens. Like, I've been in this position before with UAB. With I mean, with these teams, I've had 20 to 1, 30 to 1s where you don't know what to do because they're such huge underdogs. My best advice, I mean, and there's nothing in the stats that say that they can beat Liberty whatsoever. So I would say play it live and try to get out of it that way because there's, there's really no options. What would Bill O'Reilly say about the betting strategy for that game? <laughs> we'll do it live. <laughs> we'll bet it live. We'll bet yep. it live. I'll cap it. I'll cap it. And we'll do it live. We'll leave the F-bombs to the side here just for the sake of all of us keeping our jobs. Uh, my friend, we sincerely appreciate it. Uh, we look forward to having Colin on. Like I, I, I got to tell you, our guests are the best here on the show. Thanksgiving's next week. Colin usually comes on a Friday. Going to make time for us early in the week, and we sincerely appreciate it. He is on Twitter at underscore Colin1. Colin, of course, two L's. Action Network app actionnetwork.com and please check out the big bets on campus podcast for Colin the aforementioned Stucky and our good friend America's college football insider the great Brett McMurphy my friend we sincerely appreciate it have a great weekend good luck with the bets and we'll catch up with you next week prior to the holiday thanks for having me guys the great Colin Wilson here with us on you better you bet I mean there's so much good stuff always when Colin joins us I loved yeah, Joey Nish might have been the best the K is the K is silent it's, it's the K the K is silent yeah you know who, and you know who's never silent, Kanish. So that's that's also. And you always love when the K is silent. Coming up next. Hang on, let me get my preset going up, here. 
Coming up next, N. Barkley and Nick Ostos are joined by PJ Glasser giving us bets for the weekend. <laughs>